welcome to the BIV video podcast. And with us today, it's David Jens, CEO of Merchant Growth. Now, this company, it's involved in its members involved with an open letter that was sent to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, as well as members of cabinet with regards to what's going on with this $82 billion stimulus COVID-19 package that is being debated in Parliament as we speak today, Tuesday, March 24th. Before we get into it, though, David, I just want to thank you for joining us on the show. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. So uh, one thing I, sh- I should ask here, though, is you guys outline some of the concerns that you have with this package, which, of course, includes about $10, di- $10 billion, I should say, in additional lending capacity for small businesses. But you do outline concerns about what this could potentially lead to. Uh, why don't you spell it out for me here? For sure. Yeah, so to be very clear, um, uh, myself and the Canadian Lenders Association uh, are super supportive of what's been announced thus far. I think it's 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 great. It's going to help a ton of businesses out, and it's the type of thing that needs to happen. We need to increase the flow of credit to businesses. So we're not critical of these announcements. We think they're great announcements. All we are saying is that uh, we want to make sure that all sorts of businesses um, are uh, given the opportunity to access um, credit through the stimulus, uh, and particularly those types of small businesses that are likely most affected by this crisis. And uh, there just may be gaps um, in um, the current approach that are going to leave some particularly storefront businesses out of the equation. And I think that financial technology companies that really um, take a targeted approach to that industry and have done a good job of that, um, should be leveraged to get credit out to those storefront businesses. Well, some of the concerns that is outlined in this open letter from the CLA, the Canadian Lenders Association, is that maybe some of these loans that will be required, they're smaller loans than others being divvied up between, uh, say, those in charge of deploying the loans. Uh, this capital care, why is that cause for concern? Do, do you think there could be issues with, say, a lower prioritization for some of these companies that you speak of? Yeah, so the approach with uh, the BDC is uh, to look at a business and evaluate whether or not they would have qualified pre-COVID for BDC funding, and then to fund those businesses, despite the fact that we're obviously in this this COVID crisis. Um, And the reality is that a lot of small storefront operators were not in a position to qualify for BDC funding in the first place in normal times. Uh, So you know, they would fail to meet that test. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, same goes for the banks to the extent that similar programs between banks and, and government get rolled out. And the reason for that is that uh, the BDC and the banks, they look at primarily financial statements uh, as uh, their source of information to make adjudication decisions. A lot of small storefront businesses might not have recent financial statements prepared um, and uh, for by an accountant, for example, um, or are not uh, you know necessarily reliable in order to make credit decisions uh, on. Um, and uh, so what you know fintechs approach that problem by looking at a different data set to make decisions. We look at bank transaction data and other third party data, and we use algorithms and statistical models to figure out which businesses make sense to provide credit to. So we just take a fundamentally different approach how we look at businesses. And so what we believe is that government should also work with 
fintech companies use the same test. You know, would this business have qualified for funding from you pre-COVID? Um, but apply our filter, and so that you know the storefront businesses that we service um, are also able to tap into uh, the credit available under these government programs. Uh, I think there's a recognition broadly that these small local storefront businesses are in many ways the most affected by this crisis. Uh, they're food service, retail uh, type businesses uh, that uh, you know are forced to temporarily close. You know, some restaurants are able to make up some of that with takeout and delivery, but um, you know, largely we're looking at uh, full closures or, or vast majority of the revenue gone and, and and so on. And and these you know these businesses don't necessarily have um, strong balance sheets and lots of capital to you know weather these types of this this, this type of disruption. Um, and you know they're also coming out of their slow season. Uh, you know we're we're just about to hit springtime and and restaurant retail volumes are going to pick back up and. And you know, before that was it, uh, that was able to happen. Um, you know, this crisis came about. So um, I think that it's really important that uh, we support those local storefronts. Uh, I think they mean something to the people that live in the communities. Their local restaurant, retail stores that are independently owned. Um, and I think that we should come together and and see that we make it through this, uh, and, and that those small businesses make it through this. Yeah, so so I understand what you're saying about applying that fintech filter that traditional lenders wouldn't normally do, and I think that's something that we're going to have to keep our eyes on because this is such a, a, a fast-moving situation that's going on right now. And I, I guess you really have your ear to the ground. This is really what Merchant Growth specializes in: is those smaller businesses. Have you heard stuff anecdotally in the last 10, 14 days or so? What what are small businesses feeling right now under the current climate? Yeah, so we we have uh, um, you know just 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 our business merchant growth. We have uh, thousands of active clients uh, on our on our books as we speak. Um, you know, my my colleagues at the Canadian Lenders Association. If you add all of us up, we get into the tens of thousands. Uh, so it's a large number of businesses. Uh, and uh, just speaking from my perspective as CEO of Merchant Growth, we're already seeing hundreds and hundreds of businesses reach out to us. And basically say, hey, look, I'm I'm suffering a significant disruption here. Um, what can we do in terms of payment relief? So we're granting that relief, um, and uh, and you know, hearing them out. Everybody wants to reopen. Everyone has the intention to, um, but there certainly is some uncertainty as to whether they will be able to. And um, you know, platforms like Merchant Growth in this climate, uh, our private capital sources. Are not able to to fund these businesses. We don't know how long this uh, crisis is going to last. We can't, uh, um, you know, we 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 fund businesses based on their ongoing cash flow, which obviously right now is completely dis- disrupted. So, um, you know, that's where collaborating with government makes a lot of sense because we would love to uh, provide credit to these businesses to help them through this. Uh, our our current funding structures just aren't set up to do that. So. By leveraging, um, you know, the government's capital, we can uh, get out there and support. Yeah, and it's interesting that you brought that up because I, I think a lot of people will say, "Well, look what the Bank of Canada is doing. It, it shaved off its overnight rate by a full percentage point in the last month. Uh, look at the stimulus package that the uh, government is introducing 
But that's not necessarily what you guys are going to be able to tap into because, of course, you guys are backed by the you know, private sector here. Is this going to be a, a kind of a vulnerable time for many small businesses just as they wake up to some of the, the new realities that's going to be going on with this new uncertainty? For sure. So um, businesses like Merchant Growth and, and the other members of the Canadian Letters Association, um, you know, many of us uh, get our capital from floating rate sources. So our cost of capital has gone down a little bit uh, as a result of the interest rate reductions. But you know that incremental move in our cost of funds is is not enough to uh, allow our our funds to to flow freely. Um, uh, because, like I said, um, you know, just the, the the sheer magnitude of the disruption here. Um, you know, I'm on the one hand, I really want to help that client of mine who's been a client of mine for years who uh, you know needs assistance right now. Um, but on the other hand. I have to, um, you know, I have a fiduciary duty to uh, investors that have, have pulled their capital with me, and and even if our source of leverage is a little bit cheaper, it really doesn't change the equation. The, the amount of risk that um, the 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 risk of of funding these businesses right now has gone up dramatically. So, um, you know, that's that's where the government needs to come in. Well, David, this is something that we're going to be following for uh, weeks, months. This is going to have impacts moving forward. Uh, so we'll be in touch once again soon. But for now, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Thanks a lot for having me. Really appreciate it, Tyler. Take care. That's David Jens, CEO of Merchant Growth. 